welcome to the Sensitive Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, and I'm going to teach you how to overcome your fears, conquer your dreams, and own your life. I'm so happy that you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back, guys. I am so excited that it is a new year. It's time for a fresh start. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think that you have to wait until January 1st to make changes in your life, but I think it's a great representation of a new start, of um, a different life, of doing everything you ever dreamed of, and you know, everybody else is kind of doing it too, so you don't feel like such an outcast, it's not such a challenge for your brain to to think about making changes because you're seeing it all around you. So it automatically makes you feel a little bit safer in making changes because I don't know if you know this, but our brains fight change. We automatically fight change. It's not an easy thing to do. We get in our comfort zones and we feel safe and we fight change because we don't know what the result will be with 100% certainty. Um, So... That being said, when you see other people making changes, it's not as hard for your brain to comprehend. Okay, maybe we can do this one little thing and see what happens, right? Cool. Okay, so today I want to talk about especially a sensitive people who get so overwhelmed sometimes that it's hard to to make changes. It's hard to do something different in your life. So one of the biggest things that I have always struggled with, I feel like I'm a lot better at it now because I've done five, six years worth of personal development and I really kind of trained my brain. We are going to make changes. We are not saying the same. Um, But sometimes it does still pop up every now and then. So I know that there's someone else out there who's struggling with this. So I wanted to share with you what helps me. And hopefully it can help you um, because you might be where I was five or six years ago. And here's the thing. I would get a goal. I would be really excited about my goal. But when I started thinking about it and overanalyzing and going through the steps, I was like, so overwhelmed that I would do nothing. Now, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but it used to be a pretty common occurrence for me in my life. Um, I would just decide, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then when it would come time to do the work, I would just be so overwhelmed with what the distance from here to there that I would shut down. It was like a form of defense or protection around myself like okay we're never going to make that so why even try or I would go through the I don't really know what to do right now I don't know how to get started I don't know how to get from here to there and so I would shut down I would start watching something on Netflix Um, I would start cleaning up my house which is not a bad thing to do but it wasn't getting me closer to my goals it wasn't making me money and it wasn't um, changing my life, right? So let me say before we get started that 
perfectionism is a form of procrastination. If you are waiting until everything's perfect, you're not ever going to do it. You're not ever going to make the changes because you know what? Perfect is overrated and you're never, ever, ever going to reach perfect. It doesn't exist. Okay? It may be perfect in one person's eyes. In another person's eyes, it's not perfect. So right now, my sweet perfectionist friends, I want you to let that go. I want you to understand that done is better than perfect. That is a motto I have lived by for the past few years once I realized perfectionism was holding me back so much. It kept me from doing so many things because I wouldn't make the first step because I was so dang scared that it was going to be the wrong step. Right? So I had to let go of being perfect and I had to dive into, lean into, getting it done the best that I know how and the best that I can. So don't go for perfect. So now that that's out of the way, Let's talk about my six steps to reaching your goals without getting overwhelmed because it happens, yo. And let me tell you, even following these six steps along the way, you may feel that that tug that says, oh, step back. We can't do this. We've never done this. This is not familiar. This is scary. We shouldn't go here. Be aware of that. Be aware that that's what's going on, okay? Don't fall into the trap of, well, this is just isn't meant for me. It's meant for somebody else. Before I go further, one of my favorite books for this subject is The Big Leap. It's a small book. It's a quick read. It's easy to read, but it talks about how we self-sabotage ourselves from getting what we want. So, Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, I think. Hendrix or Hendrick? I'm sorry. I don't have the book in front of me. Okay, six steps. Number one, I want you to visualize what you want. What is your big goal for the year? What is your big goal for the next five years? What's your big goal for the next three months? Where do you see yourself? How do you want to feel? That is a big one because sometimes the feeling is what you're after, not actually the thing. It's how you think you will feel once you get that thing. So how do you want to feel when you get your thing? Does it align with your purpose? Is this something that you want or is this something that someone else sees as success or perfection? Are you just following society's rules? Are you wanting to get married because everybody else in your town is married? Are you wanting to get a promotion because that's the next logical step in your job? Or is this something that you really deep down want? So that's the first thing you have to look at because if it's not something that you really want, you will fight against yourself the whole time because it's not your your soul is feeling pulled in two different directions because it's like, this is not really what we want. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this when this is not what we want? So put it down. Write down what is it you want? Why do you want it? How do you want to feel? How do you think that you'll feel when you get there? And one thing I'm going to say to this is that if you start feeling that way now, it's going to get you closer to what you want in the future. So 
let's say your feeling is I want to feel abundant. I want to feel free. I want to feel secure. So all of those might have something to do with money. So let's say um, you want to grow your business. And in order to feel abundant, you need to grow your business and make five-figure months, okay? What if you started feeling abundant right now? What if you looked around your life and realized what you have an abundance of or realized what there's an abundance of around you, even if it's something that you kind of take for granted and it's not something that you um, look at and you're like, wow, that I have a lot of socks, <laughs> So that's just one weird um, example. But another example is like if you go to the ocean and you look and you're like, oh my goodness, that is an abundance of water out there. That is so much water. You know what? There's more than enough for everyone. So when you look at things that way, it helps you kind of get into that feeling so that it's easier for you to reach your goals. Anything that there's a lot of. You can even look at laundry detergent, like powdered laundry detergent, and think, wow, that's a lot of laundry detergent. That's a lot of little pieces. I don't know what those things are you call in the laundry detergent, but that's a lot of a lot of little little laundry detergent flecks, right? Or the sand. I'm a big lover of the beach, as you can tell. I need to get closer because I'm in Tennessee. But um the sand, there's so much sand. There's more than enough sand for everybody at the beach. If everybody wanted some sand, they shouldn't take it. You should not take sand from the beach. But there's more than enough sand for you to use there, right? Cool, okay? Think of something that you always have. And you don't ever think, I'm never going to have enough of this. Maybe it's water. You always have water flowing out of your pipes. Wow, I always have water. Water always shows up for me. I'm abundant in water, okay? It sounds silly, but the more that you do this kind of thing, the easier it will feel and the more comfortable you'll feel with being in this abundance mindset that there's more than enough for everyone, okay? So that's just one example. Abundance may not be your feeling. Whatever your feeling is, you want to find it. One year, my feeling, my word was freedom. So I found every way to feel free in my life. So one thing I did is I decluttered my entire home. I got rid of so much stuff. Literally 18 bags of clothes went out of my house. Plus three boxes of books Um, several more bags of other random things that I just had in my house. And I wanted to be free. I wanted to feel free. And when I got rid of all that stuff, I was free of all that it was holding on to, all that it was holding me back from. I know that is kind of woo-woo, but it really is the truth. So that's all for step one. Step one is visualize what you want. And realize that what you want is really the feeling, not the thing. Okay? Number two, write it out. Literally with a pen and paper. I don't mean get out your notes app on your phone and type it in. There's a connection that your brain makes when you write with your hand and form letters. 
there's a connection from your hand to your brain that says we are writing this, we are doing this, and you just feel more comfortable with it, and it it sets itself in your brain, if that makes sense. I don't know the scientific um, explanation for it, but it's a thing, okay? Look it up. <laughs> so, write it out. I want you to brain dump. Brain dump means take everything that's swirling around in your brain and dump it out on a piece of paper. So everything that you've thought about, everything that you've dreamed about, everything that you want in life, take it out, write it on paper. Even if you think, this will never in a million years happen to me. You know what? Meghan Markle probably didn't think that she would marry into English royalty. But you know what? She did. So nothing's impossible. Write it out and make it measurable. When you write out your goals, I want you to give it an amount and a timeline or a dead deadline. Deadline? Is that the right word? Yeah. So, I want you to write, I am blank by blank, so that blank. So, here's an example. I have read 12 personal development books by the end of the year, so that... I have a more positive mindset. So you're telling yourself why you're doing something. So you're not just making goals willy-nilly just to make a goal. Like, I need to make a goal. If I'm going to lose 30 pounds, why do you want to lose 30 pounds? So here's another example. I have $100,000 from my side hustle by the end of the year so that I can quit my soul-sucking job. Or, I am blank by Memorial Day so that I feel confident on the beach. And then you would give that a number. Is it 30 pounds? Is it 10 pounds? Is it I have this amount of body fat? What is your goal? Give it a number. Numbers make sense, okay? And then you can go up to seven levels deep with your why. Why is it important to feel confident on the beach? And then if you answer that, why is it important to do that? And you keep asking why until you get seven layers down and you get to the root cause. I won't go deep into that today, but that's just another tool that I use. If you look up seven levels deep, you can find it by Googling. Google is your best friend. Okay. What personal feelings are holding you back? What are you feeling that is holding you back? Do you have self-doubt? Is it loyalty to other people? You don't want to outgrow them. You don't want to change your friend circle. You don't want to do better than them. Um, Are you afraid of outshining your friends or family members? If so, you need to look into those feelings and why do you feel that way and how can you overcome them? Because you must overcome those things in order to follow through with the actions required to reach your goals. Cool beans. Step three, break it down. Break it down, break it down now. Break it down, brown, brown. (laughs) This takes away the overwhelm. Don't force it. So, When you look at a yearly goal of $100,000, that is a lot of money. That is huge. You think, how in the world am I going to make $100,000? 
What am I going to do? Who's going to pay me that much money? And you get overwhelmed, and then you turn off your computer, and you turn on your TV, and you start watching Netflix. Okay? So, don't do that. Here's what I want you to do. When you get your goal, when you have your yearly goal, I want you to break it down. So, you're going to get a quarterly goal, which means every three months, you're going to do this. So, in January, February, March, at the end of March, this is where I'll be at my goal. And then you'll go on April, May, June. At the end of June, this is where I'll be. And then July, August, September, at the end of September, and then at the end of December, where will you be? Okay, break it down to those goals and then break it down even further. In order to get to this goal by March 31st, what do I need to do in the month of January? What do I need to do in the month of February? What do I need to do in the month of March? And it may be different things. If you are running a business, it probably is different things. You're going to be in different seasons of your business. One month may be a launch season. One month may be a value adding. One month may be you working on your mindset and your internal stuff. Okay, so quarterly, monthly, then you want to get a weekly routine, something that you do every day that moves you closer to your goals, something that is going to make sure that you get to where you want to be by the end of the month, by the end of the quarter, by the end of the year. And then that weekly routine, you're going to break down to daily habits. And your daily habits are going to put you in the right mindset in order to reach your goals. Because once you make something a habit, it's easier to keep doing it than it is to stop doing it. So make these input actions rather than output results. So whatever you're putting in to your business, you can control. You can't always control what's coming out of it. And this can be your business or this can be, like I said, weight loss. Those are the easiest things to measure with numbers. So if you're not working out three times a week, can you expect to lose weight? Maybe if you're eating really healthy, if you are, um, you know, measuring your, your calories and your what's going in and what's coming out, maybe, but you need to figure out what's going to work for you and you need to follow it to the T if you're really serious about reaching these goals. Okay. Now, step four is track it. So track it just means you're going to see what's happening with your business. You're going to schedule your actions at the beginning of each week or month. How often and for how long are you going to work on each? Like I just said, how many times a week are you going to work out? How many times are you going to record a podcast? How many blogs are you going to write? How many times are you going to post on social media? Depending on what your goals are, your actions need to go towards your goals. If you're doing actions that don't get you towards your goals, you need to ask yourself, why am I, why am I not doing these goals? What's holding me back? And it's usually an excuse. A lot of people will say, I don't have time to do something. But normally what that says is it's not a priority for me. And that's okay. If it's not a priority for you, it's not a priority for you. It doesn't have to be. But if it is a priority for you, you need to make time. Boom. That's my tough love. That's about as tough as I get. So, and then you're going to record your actions in your journal, in a calendar, or in your app. 
And it might be different things that you need to do on different days of the week, like I said, in different weeks and different months. So don't let other stuff get in your way. Make it non-negotiable. Make it happen. Step five, regularly check in with yourself. Does it still feel good to me? If it doesn't still feel good to you, then maybe you need to change your goal. Be willing to pivot. Be willing to make a new plan if the one you have is not working for you or no longer serves you and you don't feel aligned with it. It's not making you feel the way you thought it would make you feel. It's okay to change your goals. And don't forget to practice self-care. Show gratitude. What are you grateful for? Don't just think, I'll be happy when blank. I'll be content when blank. That's not how it works, yo. You have to be happy and content now because when you get to blank, whatever your goal is, you probably won't be happy and content if you aren't happy and content now. And that is a hard concept to wrap your mind around when you haven't been preaching this and you haven't been hearing this for years. But I want you to understand that. You have to find things that make you happy now. You have to find things that you are grateful for. And you have to show that gratitude. And you have to show that you know what you have and you're appreciative of it. And that you don't need anymore. It's okay to want more, but you don't need anymore. Do some meditations. I love to meditate. It keeps me calm. It fights my anxiety 100%. It makes me happy. Get a massage. I love my massages. I go monthly. I'm probably going to start going more often, but do what makes you happy. Get in some movement. Take a walk. Um, Do some stretching. Work out. Whatever feels good for you. Dance it out. Dancing it out is my favorite thing to do. Yo. Okay, cool. All right, last thing, step six, is community and accountability. So you want to build a community or find a community of like-minded people, people who are working on the same thing you are working on and can keep you accountable for these things, okay? So if your goal is weight loss, go on Facebook and search for weight loss groups or whatever it is that you're doing. If you're doing keto, look for keto groups. If you're doing, um, you want to lift weights, look up for weightlifting groups. If you want to do macros, look up that kind of thing. Um, if you're wanting to build your business, try to find entrepreneurial groups, um, new, probably new coaches groups if you are new at building your business. And if you're trying to pay off debt, find a group that is for financial freedom, a financial coach, a money coach who can help you pay off debt. Hey, that's me. <laughs> Plug. Um, I do have, if financial freedom is your goal, I do have a group that's called Financial Freedom for Females that you can join for free. And it's a community of other people who are doing the same thing. They're trying to get to financial freedom. So find online what kind of group is going to help you reach your goals. Get an accountability buddy. Find somebody within that group or maybe somebody that's like a friend in real life that you know who is also working on the same thing and say, hey, can we keep keep each other accountable? Can we text every day and say, hey, how was your day? Did you get your 
blah in, like whatever it is they were supposed to do. Did you, I did this today. So just somebody that you're going to report to and that you feel some sort of connection with. Right? Okay, cool. And then if you are really serious about your goals and getting to them, you want to hire a coach because a coach Their job is to get you success. Their job is to get you to where you want to be. And they are can work with you one-on-one to help you to get to that place you want to be. And you were the only person they're looking at if you are in a one-on-one situation. So no matter what your goal is, try to find a coach, somebody who's experienced in what you are looking at doing, somebody who can help guide you, can show you the way. Listen, you don't have to hire a coach, okay? I'm just going to be honest with you. You can um, get books. You can read all the books. You can watch all the YouTube videos. You can do all the free stuff. But here's the thing. You're just going to be putting a mishmash group of things together to try to form um, your philosophy on whatever it is you're doing or your plan or your goal. So you really want to get a clear and concise action plan and goal that you can follow and get it from somebody who knows your situation, who can help you on your thing. So like I said, find community, find accountability buddy or hire a coach. Um, If you want to work with me, I'm a coach. I do money coaching and I'm also a coach for sensitive perfectionist introverts and I'll help you to build better relationships. I'll help you to increase your income. Heck, I'll even help you to lose weight if that's your goal. I used to be a fitness coach. So um, I just have a soft spot in my heart for those people because I'm there. I have been there. I've gone through all the difficult things so you don't have to or so you don't have to sit in them as long as I did. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today, guys. I hope that you found some wisdom. I hope that you found some information that can help you on your journey to reaching your goals in 2019. If you liked this episode, please give us a rate, a review on our iTunes page and share with a friend, share in your Instagram stories. I will give you a shout out. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day. Bye.